Take a break from your busy schedule and join Harold Sala for Guidelines for Living. Probably no other generation in all history has so been as captive. It's called time, and your schedule and life are controlled by its inexorable power. Yet few people actually understand what it is. What is time? asked the late Nobel laureate Richard Feynman. He voiced his own uncertainty, saying, We physicists work with it every day, but don't ask me what it is. It's just too difficult to think about. Ask six people to explain time, writes John Booslaw, and like the six blind men describing an elephant, you may get six answers. A physicist might say that time is one of the two basic building blocks of the universe, the other being space. For a clockmaker, time is the tick-tock of his handiwork. For a science fiction fan, it is the fourth dimension. A biologist sees time in the internal clocks that keep plants and animals in sync with nature. For a banker, time is money. The retired director of time services at the U.S. Naval Observatory in Washington, D.C., Gernot Winkler, said that we have given more attention to measuring time than to anything in nature. Yet he says, time remains an abstraction, a riddle that exists only in our minds. From the beginning of creation, men and women have thought of time as a straight line, or as an endless stream or river. And each person begins his journey on that river at birth, and then dies without giving much thought to where the river of time began or to whence it flows. Slightly more than 300 years ago, Sir Isaac Newton said that time is absolute. It flows equably without relationship to anything external, he wrote. Then, in 1905, Albert Einstein shattered traditional ideas about time by saying that it is affected by the motion of the observer, and his concepts added a new dimension to space itself. Some scientists question whether time as we know it exists on any other planet. An interesting thought. But we do know that for us mortals here on Earth, time is the essence of life. One of the reasons that science so struggles with time is that time is directly linked to creation and creation to the act of God. The Bible says that time began at creation when the evening and morning were the first day. And it tells us that time continues until eternity is ushered in, when time as we know it shall be no more. The Bible says that time is a hushed parenthesis between the poles of eternity. And in the midst, we find ourselves rushing, worrying, striving to get ahead and to stay on time. Time can have no lasting significance apart from eternity. And here we encounter God who makes time meaningful. When the writer of Scripture pondered the meaning of time, he wrote, There is a time for everything, and a season for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, 
a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate. And with those words, it's time for me to stop. You've just heard Guidelines for Living. For more practical and inspirational messages, visit guidelines.org. If you find our devotionals helpful and would like to share them with others, consider supporting our ministry with a donation. Again, that's guidelines.org. Thanks for listening to Guidelines for Living.